Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Brought to you by Seedmasters Nova Series 2. No clever message, just simple, no-nonsense precision. Learn more about the features at seedmaster.ca. We take our usual Friday look at what's happening in grain markets this week. Both wheat and canola are moving up. We talk with the new president of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association. It's a producer from Cairn, about 100 kilometers west of Regina. Real Agriculture talks with agricultural economics professor Dr. David Cole on goal setting on the farm. We take a look at mental health issues on the farm in the age of the coronavirus. Today is World Food Day, being recognized by the Federal Minister of Agriculture. The farm weather will tell us a little bit about a chance of snow. It's in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. Today. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Olympic Buildings. See them for ag buildings, riding arenas, hay barns and more. Build with confidence. Olympic-buildings.ca Grain prices were showing some upward movement this week. PI Financial Commodity Futures Advisor Adam Pacallo says canola has gained about $2 a ton this week, while spring wheat futures are up $0.20 cents a bushel. Well, Jim, starting off on the canola market, November canola, not too much of a change. Uh, approximately higher by $2 a ton where it sits right now. So fairly sideways here for the last week. On Minneapolis wheat, however, a bit of a different story. Uh, December Minneapolis contract is higher by approximately 20 cents a bushel. And uh, right now, the trends that I am watching for Minneapolis wheat uh, are quite positive. It broke above the resistance I was watching in approximately 5.52 a bushel. And now we could be seeing some higher prices, which uh, again is quite positive uh, kind of after uh, harvest here. What are the factors pushing up canola and wheat this week? Well, starting off on the wheat front, there really is no sign of a short-term top, and fund traders have been aggressive buyers. So whenever the fund money does come in, that's definitely one part uh, that is kind of very positive. Uh, Actually, on the Chicago side, December wheat is up to the highest level since uh, October 2018. So this buying has definitely kind of helped fuel the rally in spite of actually a stronger U.S. dollar that might add some downward pressure. But with so many issues with the winter wheat crop in Russia, producers are holding back on selling and export prices in Russia really do continue to rally 
at a faster pace than other key exporters. So with Argentina, Russia, you know, U.S. production uncertainties, sellers just seem to be kind of backing away and buyers are kind of remaining active here on on the wheat front. So again, I'm seeing a positive technical trend and that's what I've been looking at for opportunities on clients. Yeah, that kind of leads into the next question. So what's the outlook for next week and beyond? Well, one thing I'm definitely going to be watching is uh, the soy markets do remain in a steep uptrend. And there has been a surge in, in open interest to new record highs, which suggests that fund traders uh, remain active buyers on the soy markets, which will possibly help uh, support the canola market here. Again, possibly go higher. I've been mentioning here every Friday that my canola is positive and the the trends are looking higher here for the winter terms. So that's uh, what I'm going to be watching for next week. If we can continue the, the rally and if canola can uh, hold its own here right now as well. It seems like you're talking about a lot of strong demand for wheat and even canola, which is still gaining. Well, maybe not necessarily demand, but I would say what the biggest thing has been is that funds have turned very active on the buying side. And there were quite a few short positions in on many of these grains. And uh, when funds want to step in, then that's when we can see these nice price rallies across all the grains. Adam Pacallo is a Commodity Futures Advisor with PI Financial in Regina. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Selford Group. Call your Selford Equipment dealer or visit selfordgroup.com. A livestock producer from Karen is the new president of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association. Kelsey Elford was selected at the Stock Growers internet annual meeting this week. He says producers face some serious issues this year because of the coronavirus. You know, in, in 2020, we've been hit hard with uh, COVID-19, you know, with plants shutting down and the backlog in cattle. We're slowly uh, getting those chewed through and processed. And, you know, we were looking at some market uncertainty. There's some normality coming around again, which is real good to see. And just in different areas, guys have struggled with dry conditions where others have struggled with wet conditions, just making sure that everybody can be profitable. One of the biggest things is regulations that are always being pushed pushed on us, not necessarily um, requested. So those are those are some of the issues, you know, we and we compete and we believe that, that competition is, is important and healthy. As of late we had a resolution passed uh, at our annual general meeting. The plant based proteins are, are using terminology that calling their products beyond meat. Well, it's not meat at all. It might be a protein product, but, but don't bill it as a meat product because that's not what it is. Um, and so we've faced some challenges in marketing there. And, you know, on the environment side, we, we always want to encourage people to recognize that ranchers are and will continue to be the very best stewards of the land and, you know, be recognized for our efforts as, as we move forward. What about the trade front? What do you see some of the issues there, especially the United States, one of our biggest partners? We want to make sure that our our trade avenues are always open with the United States. We, you know, we want to see some consistency when it comes to con- competition so that we're on a level playing field with the United States. And in years past and continue to be, that is a bit of a challenge. The resolutions at the Stock Growers Convention this week saw 
you mentioned, of course, the one, but there were two others, one on strict nine and some for changing some of the regulations around you know, those hunters who put out snares and traps. Outline a little bit of the, that for me. With with uh, regulations on strict nine, we want it to be a very controlled use product, but we uh, also a very necessary product. In certain areas, the Richardson ground squirrel, or more commonly known as gophers, can be a, a very, very big de- detriment to producers and very harmful to the land, and, and it's an effective way to, to manage that infestation. We don't have a better product to do that, so we would like to see the the declassification being taken away and still being allowed to use the, the product Strychnine for, for its intended use, of course, in proper and safe fashions. The trapping rigs, we always want people to um, trap because, I mean, that's an important industry in this province as well. We just want people to be respectful of animals um, and yard sites. Currently, there is some regulations on how far away you have to be to set traps. Producers are losing some expensive uh, yard animals for their livestock, which is one of the reasons that this resolution came forward. And I think that most of the trappers that are out there are very respectful of the of the regulations. We just want to make sure that, that it's on everybody's mind to, to communicate clearly with the landowners before there's trapping taking place. Kelsey Alford of Karen is the new president of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association. Hey. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. Dr. Cole, we're going to talk about goal setting. Now, b- before I go in a strange direction here, is goal setting, is goals really the right word we should be using? You know, uh, I think it is. And, um, you know, I got introduced in goal setting uh, way back in uh, high school, uh, whether it was athletics or whether it was agriculture. And I, I'm sure there's some gurus that will have some other big term. Uh, but, you know, goals is kind of the universal uh, uh a word that uh, I think uh, coins it all. So I think we're okay with goals, huh? Okay. Um, so many consultants would say, well, you got to have goals in your business. You got to have goals in your personal life. You got to have all these goals. But what's really to be gained? I'll tell you one thing about goals. I think it really, if you establish goals, whether it's your business, your family, or personal life, uh, it, get, it, it allows you to focus. And uh, I often uh, will give people the image of a, uh, a football field. And I'm talking about Canadian-American football, not, you, you know, world football. And if you didn't have, uh, you know, the boundaries, you didn't have the yard markers, we'd basically be playing uh, no-goal football. And so the goals really help you strategize and it helps you kind of visualize it, monitor uh, progress, because I really find, uh, whether it's your business, your family, or your personal life, uh, you know, what you try to aspire for is incremental improvement. You know, you'll hear athletes often say, I've got to get better every day. 
And uh, I think by establishing those goals and, and particularly putting them down in writing, uh, it just kind of gives you those yard markers out there uh, to, you know, be able to monitor to say, you know, uh, we met the goals or we exceeded or we didn't meet the goals and what were the reasons why. So that focus, and I find that superior businesses uh, are very, very focused. Superior athletes are very, very focused. And, and so, again, I would have to say the key word would be focused, uh, but also having the yard markers. Now, now you mentioned writing them down. Why is that oh, so? Yeah. Why is that so critical? Well, the whole thing is, uh, you know, if you don't write them down, or if you don't have them visually somewhere, oftentimes in today's world of twenty-four-seven uh, media access, uh, uh, you'll get caught up into all the quote, noise out there, and so sometimes having these goals and ha having the goals in a visible spot, uh, it will, you know, remind you that you've got to come back, you've got to stay focused, uh, and, and today where we're attacked by tons of information and tons of demands on our time, having these goals, having them visual, it allows you to kind of come back and rather than thinks uh, day to day it helps you kind of think strategically but you can have day to day goals and so again in this noisy world where we're being uh, stretched in many different directions it allows you uh, to kind of come back and you know regain your sense of uh, uh, purpose regain your sense of uh, uh, objectives accomplishment now, now you mentioned day to day, and you, you mentioned some some goals that are more in the clouds, you know, almost like dreams. Is there a correct length for some of these goals that you're going to yeah. write down? It's funny you mentioned that. Uh, we have two producers here at the banking school, and they go through the school with us. And uh, six years ago, uh, they had no goals. <clears throat> the other day, they made a presentation on their farms and ranch businesses and they had one-year goals and five-year goals and uh, I really like to uh, you know have kind of the one-year goals and the five-year goals and uh, oftentimes uh, uh, you know sometimes you can have shorter term goals in other words uh, I really find that uh, a lot of people come and go the one year we've had some of the most kind of doing the stretch goals this has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather for today, increasing cloudiness, snow beginning late this afternoon, the high today plus 3, snow ending near midnight, then clearing, wind becoming north 20 this evening, the low minus 9, the wind chill minus 16 overnight. For tomorrow, Saturday, increasing cloudiness, wind northwest 30, gusting to 50, the high minus 3, the wind chill minus 16 in the morning and minus 10 in the afternoon, the low minus 8. Sunday, cloudy, the high minus 3, the low minus 12. Monday, sunny, the high minus 3, the low minus 8. 
Tuesday, cloudy, the high plus 5, the low minus 3. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high plus 5, the low minus 4. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high plus 1. Normal high for this date is 10 degrees, the normal low minus 3. The sun rose at 723 this morning. It sets at 605 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is leader in the west-central part of the province at 3 degrees. That's plus 3. The cold spot up north, Buffalo Narrows, at minus 5. And on the roundup, Estevan is plus 2. Saskatoon and Swift Current, 0. Weyburn, plus 1. Yorkton, minus 1. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's plus 2. That's 36 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west at 26. Humidity, 45%. The barometer dropping, 101.5. Cloudy and Moose Jaw plus 2, winds are from the west-northwest at 11. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 2, that's 36 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Nice. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com and brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems expect the best. 2020 has been a challenging year for mental health, COVID-19, social distancing, event cancellations, and for some job losses have placed additional stress on Canadians. Stress is a daily occurrence on the farm, but this year's early harvest, decent-sized crop, and improving prices have helped to ease some anxiety. The Do More Ag Foundation was established in January 2018 to promote mental health awareness in agriculture. Since that time, more than 1,000 people have participated in mental health training sessions geared to those in the agriculture sector. Most farmers did not have many issues with COVID-19, but there were a few exceptions. Those that employ temporary foreign workers such as beekeepers, horticulture operations and large grain farms did experience issues meeting and paying for the additional health measures. However, Dumore Ag Foundation Executive Director Adele Stewart says most farms have been able to deal with the changes. Yeah, it's been really different and varied as the expressions in ag always are, so it really depends who you ask. Um, but, you know, for one, farmers are used to isolation. So, you know, that was not as much of a culture shock for us. But, um, you know, what really some farmers and producers that we talked to, they had more hands on deck. And they had, you know, kids that were home from university that wasn't um, giving live classes and things like that. Or people home from the city that their jobs were temporarily paused or whatever. So seeding, you know, might have gone even faster because they were quicker on the repairs and had more bodies in the seats of the tractors. So that was, you know, one side of the story, but, you know, other sides of, of industry, uh, beekeeping, horticulture and whatnot, who rely on foreign workers, um, they were very severely impacted. So it was very varied, but, um, you know, depending who you ask. So the experience has been, has been very wide, but I do think that going into winter when we are so used to uh, our conferences, our trade shows, agribition, you know, all of those things that, that we look for, you know, to kind of charge us up because we, we do get lonely after that isolation. We're not this winter going to be having that opportunity. So there are struggles yet to come for producers for sure. Stewart says farmers may experience more issues about isolation during the winter. Yeah, absolutely. So we think with that, you know, we're why we're really hoping to get 
reach so many more communities this year is if we're able to work within provincial regu- regulations for live safe um, you know classes and then also offer virtual opportunities for the live ones as well you know we're hoping that we can create some sense of community um, and education through this the winter which i do think is going to be difficult this will be the third year that the Dumore Ag Foundation has offered mental health training for those in rural areas of Canada. The pilot year saw a two-day mental health first aid course, which received good reviews. However, included in the feedback was a request for a half-day workshop. Dumore Ag Executive Director Dell Stewart says it's called Talk, Ask, Listen. It focuses on signs and symptoms of mental illness, supporting somebody who might be struggling as well as a big self-care prevention strategy as well. So we began allowing communities to opt to which program they wanted to take and added that one into year two. And then going into year three, we uh, offered the half-day workshop both in person and virtually. Stewart says mental health professionals involved with farming are involved in the workshops. So we are here for the producer. Our role is to be the voice of the producer, to hear their feedback and to develop and deliver programming and education and awareness that they're asking for. So one of the ways that this community fund and our training works so well is that we rely on who we call community leaders to apply, to bring this training, whichever one they choose, to their rural center. So they would volunteer their time to do the organizing and the marketing. We support them with all the red tape things like the templates and the marketing outlines and we're here to support them but uh, we find that you know instead of us coming in and saying we're putting this on we work with community leaders to say we're bringing in do more egg and this training so people have a local face and a familiar face that helps I think that really drives our attendance and whatnot because it's someone locally standing up saying hey we're going to do this and then the neighbors feel more comfortable coming. Stewart says several hundred people took part in a series of webinars last week organized by the Do More Agriculture Foundation. They were amazing. So we did the full half-day workshop, but we split it over four days into one-hour modules because people are busy and whatnot. So we had, um, you know, a couple hundred people log on every day, and then our our recordings were available as well uh, for 72 hours after that. We had another couple of hundred reviews of the recording uh, feedback during the events and afterward has been outstanding so we look forward to continuing to take any feedback and improve that we can but we're very happy how happy producers are with it so far. Applications are being accepted until the end of October for in-person or virtual mental health workshops. All of the information is on the Do More Ag Foundation website. Um. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. Saskatoon plant scientists have helped develop a model to find lentil varieties best suited to the impact of climate change. Working with universities and organizations around the world, the team planted 324 lentil varieties in nine lentil production hotspots, including two in Saskatchewan and one in the U.S. Varieties were also planted in Nepal, Bangladesh, India, Morocco, Spain and Italy. The findings will help farmers and crop breeders identify existing varieties or develop new lines likely to flourish in new growing environments to help solve the world's growing need for food. 
The new mathematical model is based on a key predictor of crop yield, days to flowering, which is determined by hours of sunshine and the mean temperature. Using detailed information about each variety's interaction with temperature and day length, the simple model can be used to predict the number of days it takes each variety to flower in a specific environment. Plant scientist Kirsten Bett says the model can help predict which lines farmers should be looking at to do well in new regions, how they should work, and whether they will work. In Western Canada, the model could be used to predict which varieties should do well in what are currently considered to be marginal production areas. The next step is to use the new model in lentil breeding programs to identify the genes that control the lentil's interaction with temperature and day length. This will help with determining which crosses between different lentil varieties are likely to perform in different locations. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau is highlighting World Food Day today. She says it's important to make the public aware of those who suffer from hunger in the world and the action needed to ensure healthy diets. She says this year we celebrate the 75th anniversary of the Food and Agricultural Organization of the United Nations, founded in Quebec City in 1945. Bebeau says Canada honors the many food heroes who continue to feed the world in the face of severe pressures of the COVID-19 pandemic. She says World Food Day is a call to grow, nourish, sustain together because our actions are our future. Baboa is renewing Canada's resolve to work with the FAO and the international community to ensure a food-secure future for all as the COVID crisis threatens to push millions more into hunger. She's participating in a 24-hour Relay Global Conversation, Voices of Food Systems, bringing together participants from around the world leading up to the United Nations Food Systems Summit in 2021. She says the Canadian food policy is improving access to food, particularly in Canada's north increasing consumer pride and confidence in Canada's farmers, and reducing food waste. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed this morning. Canola fell a dollar seventy at four hundred eighty dollars twenty-seven cents. Yellow peas gained five dollars at two eighty-three eighty-nine. Number one red spring wheat dropped two cents at two thirty-five eighty. The rest were unchanged. Durham two seventy-nine twenty-five. Feed barley one ninety-nine seventy. Flax six hundred thirty dollars four cents. Lentils six oh seven fifty. Oats one ninety fifty three and feed wheat one eighty three seventy two. Minneapolis spring wheat December futures rose two and a quarter cents at five sixty one a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the source six twenty CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. And now, the latest Livestock Quotes. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Hard on Livestock here in Moosha, 3,072 at our Thursday pre-sorted red and black sale, followed by another 200 cows. This market, it's on a downward trend. Have you checked out the prices of barley lately? And the best steer walking, 1,600 pounds, is worth $2,100 sitting here in Moosha. Good cow, 71 to 9, sales right up to 83. Medium cow, 68 to 75, and these shelly cows, they are being discounted. Here's some of the highlights from our Tuesday sale. 
429 we black steers at 242 the 98 black steers 478 bring 227 and 50 a triload of black steers 530 at 21275 and another triload 579 on the black set 206 and a quarter 704 we black steers bring 20250 that's still over 1400 bucks a steer 773 big steers reds and blacks at 20175 we sold solid black heifers 535 at 182 and a quarter 111 red heifers 525 they came from the spring creek colony bring 183 and a quarter another 587 weight solid black heifers at 176 and 50 we are full for both of our charlay sales here next week this is grant barnett reporting let's have a great afternoon and the latest saskatchewan pork prices see $183.98 per CKG for both the Brandon plant and the Moose Jaw plant. Coming up, the resource report brought to you by iMetals Group. Investing in precious metals will diversify your investment portfolio. Learn more at iMetalsGroup.com. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the resource report. Regina-based Avana has been named number 10 on the annual growth list, ranking Canada's fastest-growing companies. Avana was founded in 2014 and is a leading developer and management company of premium commercial, residential, and multi-unit builds in Western Canada. The company has $192 million in assets under management in Regina and Edmonton. President Jennifer Denowden says she is honored to have the company recognized as one of Canada's fastest growing companies and proud to represent the top 10 as a female-led company. In 2018, the company invested in a social responsibility mandate to provide affordable housing units in Regina that support women and children displaced by domestic abuse. Manufacturing sales fell 2% in August after three months in a row of strong increases. Stats Canada reports sales fell to $52.4 billion due to a 13.7% drop in the transportation sector. It says exports of motor vehicles and auto parts fell in August, but if you factor out transportation equipment, manufacturing sales actually rose 1.1%. Retail sales rose 19% last month in the U.S. The fifth monthly increase in a row came as Americans spent more on clothing, cars, and sporting goods. Consumer spending makes up two-thirds of all U.S. economic activity and is watched closely to gauge the country's economic health. The retail sales report covers only about one-third of overall consumer spending and does not include services such as haircuts and hotel stays. On the markets, Canada's main stock index edged lower in late morning trading amid losses in the telecommunications and mining sectors, while U.S. stock markets marched higher. The TSX Composite Index was down two points at 16,498. In New York, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 261 points at 28,755. The Canadian dollar traded at 75.81 cents U.S., up from yesterday's average of 75.59 cents U.S. The December crude oil contract was down 19 cents at $41.05 a barrel. That's the Resource Report. Stay tuned for the closing grain prices at 1.45 this afternoon and an Agri-News report at 3.45 p.m. Monday morning, there's another Agri-News report at 6.45 a.m. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good... 
You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything A. 620 CKRM.